Matt saw that it was my birthday and he refused to say happy birthday? That no good, toothless, slimy, un-American lawyer man! I'm really mad at him right now. Yes! This is 8-Bit Episode 6, Fire Big Fang, on October 14th, 2012, and now very high on Steam. This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, with guests Caleb and Jonas Buck. So yeah, it was my birthday today, and everybody was saying happy birthday to me on Facebook and everything, which is all well and good. I mean, I didn't really, you know, really care that they were saying happy birthday to me. But I, I saw that, uh, you know, Ryan said happy birthday to me on Google+, and so did a friend of mine, Josh, who never I would have expected to have said happy birthday to me. But then, then I'm listening to uh, At The Nexus on Friday, and guess what? Matt's just like, I saw this notification ad thing on Google that was about my friend having a birthday, and I refused to say happy birthday, and that was Ian Buck! Oh, scandalous. Quite that scandalous. exactly like Matt. I've, I've been working on my impression. <laughs> it was beautiful. We should record it and sell it somewhere. Hmm. I wonder where we're going to record this at. Maybe in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> Maybe. So, this is 8-bit episode. What are we on? We're on episode 6, six I think, now. Man, we've yes. been going for like over a month now. Like a month, month and, and a half. <laughs> and uh, so far, I, I don't think we've failed to have a guest once. Right? On our first show, we didn't have a guest. Oh, well, yeah, but that doesn't count. But, <laughs> but anyway, so our guests today, we have multiple guests, are my brothers, Caleb and Jonas Buck, who I just uh, kind of dragged down here with me to Ryan's house yeah. so that we could record this. And I had to convince mom that we would be back by the time, you know, by like nine o'clock, uh, which isn't going to happen at all. 24 minutes. 24. Yes, we will do this show in 24 minutes, and we'll get back home, and they will jump into bed at 9 o'clock, just like mom wants, so that they can get up and go to high school in the morning. Oh, yeah. All right, you two, Caleb and Jonas, you guys can introduce yourselves, I suppose. I'm Caleb, and I'm one of Ian's brothers. Um, And I'm Jonas, and I'm his other brother, the better favorite one, because Caleb's a bad person. And they are both in high school, and they're both single. Ladies. Whoa. I'm just trying to help you out here. I mean, nobody... <laughs> couldn't tell by their voices. Nobody is allowed to go away from this show and still be single by the end of the week. Nobody. Well, we're going to break your record. God damn it. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So, Wait, so what does that say about me? Um, I have walked away from this show single every single time. You don't count. You, you're not... You don't exist. Aww. Also, you have me, remember? We're partners in crime. No oh, homo. That's true. Wait, but I thought you were taken. We're that's not exclusive. True. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, these are my brothers, Caleb and no. Jonas. Um, <laughs> they've been... They got into uh, PC mine. gaming because of me, I suppose. Yeah. Because, uh... Yeah, I got the orange box, and we all know that story. <laughs> so, yep, they're they're big uh, Steam gamers. They play LOL. They play they play TF two TF two of course. Um, what else? I don't really know. Yep, LOL and TF two. Yep. So they basically have no money, 
and uh, they just they just play whatever games they can for free. So budget gamers, except that they actually have legitimate laptops. And anyway, lol doesn't count as a free game, not at all. <laughs> That's true, because you guys have paid like been paying, Shh. not really out of your own pockets, but anyway. So. I think we should get on with lightning. Well, that's what do you just think? silly. Why pay for things you can get for free? Oh, wait. Before we get Fine. on with lightning, before we get on to li- with lightning, um, we should probably mention the first year survey because the Nexus has been going on for almost a year now. How how far away are we from that? Like three well, weeks? Today is the 14th, so... Whatever. I don't know what date it started. The 13th of next month. Okay, so we've got a month left until the the Nexus has been around for one year, and we've got a lovely survey going for all of our listeners so that you guys can let us know how we're doing, let us uh, know a little bit about yourself so we can get some demographics, you know, who's been listening, which is probably nobody. Um, So far, pretty much everybody who's taken the survey has been people who were guests on the show at some point. Um, So, Caleb and Jonas, you guys need to take the survey now as well. Oh. Yeah. Well, not now, but, you know, we'll get to that. So we're, we have a nice little link there in the show notes. Um, everybody go check that out. Yay! Do I have the show notes? Wait, which link? You'll the ha- first one? You'll have the show notes later. Hi. Once the, po- once the, the podcast one. is... No, Caleb. It's, it's the red one. That red one. Please hold while we figure Brotherly out the love internet. At its best. <laughs> First, there's no. survey, and then there's there's a link <laughs> right there. No, copy, <laughs> copy and paste. Okay. This okay. is when we find out which no. one of them is smarter. Okay, Jonas, Control C. Jonas, I know how to do that. <laughs> okay. I think as a general rule from now on, maybe college grads and higher. Hey, all the other ones are click links. Okay. Because it's so Jeez. much harder to isn't, copy and paste. Caleb, stop bit.ly or ClickLink? What? No. Never mind. It's just red. <laughs> All right. While Caleb and Joseph <laughs> are figuring that out, let's watch a, lo- a nice little uh, trailer. The um, This is a trailer for a game that is totally coming out. And uh, even if it isn't, it sh- totally should. Duke is late. Dr. Freeman is MIA. Are there any heroes left to count on? You thought he was gone. Now he's back. And he's tired of being carried. Get off his lawn. Gnome Chomsky. Yeah. 
So that was, a, was really t- that was a really fake trailer. <laughs> this was, of course, uh, the the little gnome from um, what was that Half Life Two episode Half-Life two? two. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody made a uh, a a trailer for him for being in his own game. Unfortunately, of course, it's not really happening. But it looks awesome. Best game ever. <laughs> Did you figure out the link, Caleb? Yes, but I haven't watched The Nexus. Awesome. So. I mean, not awesome, bad. Go listen to it. But not now, because we're recording. Okay. Nah, I don't feel bad. I haven't listened to it either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, World of Warcraft has this weird exploit thing where apparently level one characters were able to wipe out entire cities of both player and NPCs. It has been hotfixed. Thank God. No more thirteen-year-old boys throwing into f- being thrown into fit of fits of rage. All right, Microsoft points are going away in Windows Eight. Um, instead, they will be you will be paying cash um, for content. So, does this mean that Xbox points could be on their way out as well? Um, apparently, not yet. How are you going to pay for that in cash? Are you just going to sit there and like throw money at your computer and it'll somehow be absorbed into the screen or something? Well, I would assume it has something to do with credit cards. <sighs> Fine, makes sense. So apparently now they're making Star Wars Angry Birds. I don't see why they would ruin Star Wars with a game like Angry Birds. I just, I don't think it should happen. And Angry Birds are already in space. I mean, really. Space. I'm in space. Oh, please don't. And actually, Gotta see it all. I mean, the, the real question here is, why are they ruining it with Star Wars? What? Why are they ruining Angry Birds by including something as lame as Star Wars? You shut your mouth and get out. That's my right childhood now. right there. Seriously. You yep. mad, bro? You had a deprived childhood anyway. I should know I was there. Jonas, take it away. It's all your fault, too. Um, Okay, so at the League of Legends playoff, it was possible for players to get a peek at the large spectator screen, which had a Fog of War free mini-map, and Riot says, oops, and are looking into it. Oh, uh, I forgot to group that in with the rest of the League of Legends news, so I guess we'll just skip down to that right now, because since that happened, we have found out that uh, the team that... um, was cheating by looking at the large map, uh-huh. uh, has been fined $30,000 by Riot. So that's not a huge amount in terms of the, the amount of money that, you know, was I, in the pot anyway. I heard it was about a fourth of their total winnings so yep. far. Yep, I believe that's correct. They were winning... Okay, so by getting to where they were, they won $150,000. Because they cheated, they got a $30,000 fine, which means that instead of getting $30,000 per person, they get $24,000 per person? Ooh, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, no, wine, 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 why don't they? Uh, also, in case you guys are wondering, the team was Team Azubu Frost. And they got from second. Korea. They got second. And so they yeah, they got the championships, which was good. So they Jonas, got who got beat. first? Uh, it was Taipei Assassins, and they're from Taiwan. 
and I don't really know much else about them. Yeah, apparently the American teams weren't much to show at this uh, at this year's championships. The uh, the um, European and Asian teams said that they really need to get more serious if they want to compete globally. So they're coming at our country, guys. We got we got to put a stop to this. Seriously, come at me, bro. <laughs> also, okay. for we'll just... for League of Legends. Um, League of Legends is now more popular than WoW, with 32 million active players, and in Korea, it is as big as StarCraft, apparently. How that how that's possible, I have no idea. But, that kind of uh, begs the question, can StarCraft really afford not to go free-to-play at this point? Didn't we say on one of our earlier shows that they were thinking about making their multiplayer free yeah, to play? But they the were thinking about it. They, have to pay? Yeah, I haven't heard anything else about it. But you know, if this free to play game, League of Legends, is trouncing them in their own, you know, backyard in Korea, where they are, they have been like the national sport for mm. forever. Can they really afford not to be free to play? Yeah. I don't know. Neither do I. All right. Running back up, farther up the line, uh, for our different articles for our lightning round. Game Maker Studio, a program available on Steam, has achievements. Apparently, 21.5% of people have created an empty room, while only 0.1% have encountered 100 compile time errors. We love compile time errors, don't we, guys? Let's go get 100 of them. I have no idea what that means. It's okay. You do, you, if you never know what compile time errors are, you'll be a happy person. And Sounds good to me. Yeah. I don't know who is next. One of you two take it. Well, apparently the um, Walking Dead episode 4 was released on Ian's birthday. Right? Best birthday present ever. It, it seems like a really cool game. We were watching him play it for... What yep. was that an hour? I just finished with that with that episode, so I'll be reviewing it later on in the show. Oh, and speaking of birthdays, guess what my parents gave me? A car. Oh, yes. Don't... How did you know? You put it up on did the Google internet t- plus? I think Google plus. The internet told you, of course. Yes, the internet told me. The yeah. internet tells me everything. It is my mistress. She whispers into my ear sweet nothings. Happiness is mandatory. And usually it is pretty much nothings because everything on the internet is false and a lie. The internet where men are men, women are men, and And girls. Jonas is a man. What? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jonas is more of a girl than a man. Ooh, ooh, do your valley girl. Do the valley girl. I don't want to. Do it. Why? I command you. Do the valley girl. Give it to him as his birthday present. Okay. I don't really know what to say right now, but I guess I'm just going to say it because they're making me, and they like so totally awful and horrendous, and I don't get why I'm saying this, but I'm done. You know, it worked a lot better before puberty. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> now you just sound like Bieber. I mean, that that was a compliment, Jonas. Okay. He looks like Bieber too, ladies. I know. Look at that hair. It, it's just oh, so smooth, and it, he, he can just get that perfect flip going, and it's just, oh. <laughs> so Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation is uh, one of the few games that is making the case for mobile gaming 
and it looks like it's going to be really great. I saw a trailer for it. It looks super legit. I mean, I couldn't tell um, from from the video that it wasn't on a console, really. And it's using a lot of the Vita's, you know, unique control systems um, as it is to make it better, allegedly. Uh-huh. Okay, so PETA released a parody of Pokemon, and it's called Black and Blue, and it takes issue with the animal cruelty vibes in the games, and, I mean, Pokemon's been going on for so long now, I don't get why they're say- doing that now. And as usual, Peter's taking things too far. I played the game in its entirety just to so that I can look at it and make fun of it. So did I. <laughs> it's a joke on Pokemon Black 2. Well, yes. Yes. Well, it, it is, of course, a parody on Black and White 2, but it's called Black and Blue because they're beating their Pokemon and making them black and blue with bruises. Twice. Yeah. Twice, as the ghost says. Um, but no, actually, it they went... A little bit over the top. First one was Pikachu, and Pikachu was just beat up looking. Second one was that Turpig or whatever it's called. The Fire Pig thing. The fight, yeah, the Fire Pig thing. Those Nintendo um, fanboys are gonna come at us so hard. That used to be like any of them listen to our show. This is mostly about PC Savannah. Does I don't think we have to worry about Savannah that. listens to the show, and I'm sure she will yell at us for mispronouncing Turpig, T Pig, to Tepig, Tepig. You're pathetic, Caleb. (laughs) The starters are, like, the only ones I know from Generation 5. I played through, like, two hours of Pokemon White, okay? Oh, when I was playing through the PETA game, the first, you know, they give you, like, when you beat somebody, they give you, like, a chest, and I was expecting some sort of awesome in-game, you know, loot to use. No. No, it's a freaking video. I was actually tempted to use that wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man! But like so, I mean, it, it was everything from Pokemon that were beat up to Pokemon that were tested on, like the Snivy that you got it had like a uh, syringe sticking out of the top of its head, and right, from the Professor Lady, from from Professor Juniper, who is supposedly crazy and doing tests on Pokemon, and then there was I think his name was Getsis or something like that, the leader of Team Plasma. After he his plans had been foiled in the first game, he supposedly went crazy and decided to start skinning Pokemon. And so the Pokemon you got from him was an Oshawa. And was it skinned? Um, halfway, yes. Oh, you. Anyway. Yep. Everything from the neck down had been pulled off. All right. I think we're done talking about that one now. Thus, the insanity of PETA continues. All right, so Tripwire, the guys behind Red Orchestra 2, can't understand why some companies let people mod their games. <coughs> Dice. Did I read that right? Yeah, you did. Okay. Caleb, go. Next one. Um, so, on Borderlands 2, the Mechromancer skill tree is online, and she is available a week early. I didn't actually get to look at that link, so... Oh, that, that's all there There's... was to that article, pretty oh. much. Oh. oh! And she's sexy, too. And also, the, um... The the first big DLC apparently is being released on the, October sixteenth in two days, uh, and that is the Pir- uh, Captain Scarlet's pirate booty or something. It's pirate themed and it's got a hot pirate captain. So go play it. Hence the booty. Uh, booty. That booty. <laughs> booty 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 bounce bop. Oh great. Oh god no. Um. 
but I, I will, for your guys' entertainment, I will make some sort of serenade for Gage that I will sing to you all next show, and all your eardrums will bleed out of happiness. Hey, it can't be as bad as bad romance. <laughs> hey, we're self-referencing already. Okay, so there's a video that is a hilarious Half-Life 2 mod, and it's called Half-Mind, and it takes the first few levels of Half-Life 2 and makes them delightfully absurd. And all of our listeners should go watch it. Um, We're not going to play it on the show because the the real hilarious stuff is in the visuals, so it wouldn't really help if we actually played it for you here. Um, New Dead Space 3 screenshots have been released and they focus mostly on pretty space shots, Isaac's shiny suit, and is that a necromorph with an axe? I'm not really sure. But everybody should go check them out. Agreed. It was one of those, oh, shiny moments. <laughs> and axe. Look it up. All right, so Vin NVIDIA will bundle Assassin's Creed 3 with GTX 650 Ti cards, uh, which, in case you guys uh, don't know, that is... oh. Hey, I already said that that's NVIDIA. For Anyway, but this will be really good for gamers on a slightly larger budget than Kalen. <laughs> so, Battlefield Bad Company is going to become a TV show in the action comedy genre. What? And apparently Ryan here won't be, won't be watching it. Because he doesn't watch, doesn't TV. watch TV. What is this? Don't worry about it, Ryan. Okay. Go back to your phone. Hey, so Gordon versus Corvo, who is the better silent protagonist? So yeah, this this article is uh, playing off of the the uh, yeah Corvo is the protagonist in Dishonored. Freeman, oh. of course, is the protagonist in uh, in Half Life, and oh. neither of them talk throughout the games. And the one of the writers for. Uh, Dishonored was claiming that Corvo works a lot better than Gordon as a silent protagonist because he actually has a connection to the rest of the characters in the game. I don't really see the difference. Ian, did you really notice a difference in in how effective they were as characters? Not as characters, other than the fact that just the game, each started in games that were amazingly jizz-worthy. Are you allowed to say that? I know Ryan edited that out if he needs to. <laughs> He's not gonna. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so Mass Effect ships have been modded into Sins of a Solar Empire, and now that is the kind of crossover that I can get behind. Giggity. <laughs> Actually, Ryan, why don't you take this one, because you'll be able to explain he this one a have whole a mic. Heck, a lot oh. better than... We, oh. had, we, we stole all of his microphones. Oh, that's right, because you have three of you in his one studio. All right, so a playwright programmer has created a text-based adventure game based on Hamlet. Insert to be slash not to be joke here is integer to question mark B, parentheses, uh, colon, exclamation point B, parentheses, semicolon. This is why nobody should ever be allowed to read code out loud. (laughs) So true. (laughs) You put it in... The notes. Me? Other than the fact that it's uh, to be or not to be joke here. Okay. Yeah. So Microsoft doesn't like it when people make money by making videos with their video games. Well, of course they don't. 
Yeah, so Microsoft, wow, I really need to work on writing the, the summaries of these, these articles in the show notes. But Microsoft, um, is, has basically made it illegal for you to take videos of you playing their own games and, and posting them, you know, on YouTube or on, you know, Twitch or whatever. Um, so that is not allowed anymore. Yeah. As well, it's allowed if you don't make money off of it. But yeah. Okay, so this is crazy but kind of cool. Uh, Microsoft has created a wrist-mounted controller that mounts your hand virtually. It can be used for smartphones, games, or whatever you can imagine. All right, so Nintendo thinks that the Wii U will be able to last through the next console generation. What are you laughing about? Oh, it just sounds like a really dumb console. The Wii U, that is. Well, we'll have to see how good it is when we get there. Um, I'll be going over to a friend of mine's house who actually pre-ordered it, so I'll let you guys know if it's impressive or not. Um, yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for it, believe it or not, just because of all the different capabilities, like extra little things that it'll have. Extra little things. Hey, it's always that straw that seems to break the camel's back. It's little thing after little thing after little thing that makes something awesome. Alright, so people think that because Black Ops 2 is running on the same engine they created seven years ago for Call of Duty 2, it must be at a graphical disadvantage to other games. Similarly, one could say that because it is on the same console as COD 2, it must look the same. Right? Um, so, Xbox Live accounts can now be migrated to different countries. That's pretty interesting, although it doesn't affect me at all. Nope. Okay, so Microsoft won't allow games that are rated over M or PG, P-E-G-I-6... Peggy 16. Peggy 16. Peggy 16. Never heard of that. Uh, won't be allowed on the Windows 8 storefront because games tend to be rated more severely outside the U.S. This could create pro- problems of platform fragmentation. Yeah, the the Peggy system is what they use in, what is that, Europe? Yeah. So, oh, I already talked about that one. The PlayStation Store is going to get a redesign soon that makes it more visual and promotes new releases. Good for them. More journey. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Project Eternity has released a screenshot, and it looks gorgeous. They also have given us a bunch of lore to read. If this looks or sounds awesome, go pledge some money to their Kickstarter. So Korean oh, Airlines. What? <laughs> Nothing. He's just glitching out. Oh. So Korean Airline offers PS Vita rentals at $5, but there are only four games available. Well, that sounds kind of useless with only four games. Yeah, but if you want to pay $5 just to play on a Vita for, you know, one airline, one air trip, I mean, that's that's kind of worth it. I suppose. So Mass Effect 3 now has a website for managing all of your multiplayer goodies, galactic readiness, etc. Speaking of Project Eternity, PC Gamer hosted a question and answer session with Obsidian about it. So you guys can go and check out the, those questions and answers. 
Games like Shadowgun Dead Zone are making the case for mobile as a legitimate gaming platform. Currently in beta, it is expected to release later this year. Um, The Last of Us? Is it Us or U.S.? Us. Us, okay. If it was U.S., Not- they would both be cats. I figured as much. Naughty Dog's game that takes place after the zombie apocalypse is over. It will be getting a graphic novel prequel. Don't forget the one rule of Omega during Mass Effect 3's upcoming DLC in which you help Arya to take Omega back from Cerberus. And it comes out on November 27th. I just realized that you two probably don't know what the one rule of Omega is. Nope. Nope. Because you haven't played Mass Effect 2 yet. Nope. Ian knows what I'm talking about, right? I'm getting there. Don't worry. I am having a complete and total brain fart. It's been so long since I played that game. Um, in not so many words, it is, don't mess with Arya. I don't even remember who Arya is. Never mind. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, Halo 4 seems to have been leaked, um, and it is unclear if the fi- if this leaked version is the final game or if it's an unfinished build that it, uh and it's been shown on several homemade videos of people um we also have a link here to the to one of the videos um and i also read that uh, uh one of the one of the people who had been posting those videos has been their their xbox live account has been permanently suspended so don't pirate pirating's <laughs> bad agreed Alright, so Zero by Tensi, Notch's next project, for those of you who don't remember, Notch is the mind that brought us uh, Minecraft. It's a game about your ship breaking apart around you. Sounds cheerful, don't it? A dishonored creative director isn't enthusiastic about making a sequel, but don't worry, DLCs are still happening. So, how to level cap in WoW without killing anything, a pacifist tale. You know, there was a player who uh, made it to level 90 without killing anything in the game at all. Yeah, I have no idea, but he's he's been posting in the forums how he did it. I'd say that's impressive, but honestly, that means he probably has no life whatsoever. Yeah, can you imagine how much you'd have to grind and, like, do everything else? Because he, he only fin- completed one quest in Mists of Pandaria, and he's at level 90. Yep. All right. Dear Lord. On to our main topic. Reviews of two amazing games. Yay! Amazing yeah. games. So I think you've, right. you've played a little bit more of Dishonored than I have, so why don't you start off with that? Oh, probably not too much, but Dishonored, Dishonored, Dishonored. It is a beautiful game. It is a wonderful game. Everyone should go and buy this game, is what I will start out by saying. So the storyline itself starts out with some rather intense stuff. I don't want to necessarily... We can tell them how it starts, because we all, like, they've been telling us how it starts since before the game relaunched. Okay, fine. So you're walking up to go and give some news to your empress, who you are the main guardian of, about you... Okay. 
something about yours that you, she had sent you because she was the only, you were the only person who she trusted. She sent you away to some of the surrounding countries in order to try and find some help for this rat plague that has been affecting your city. So you come back and deliver it to her, and while you're delivering it to her, there are these assassins that pop up out of nowhere, and you f- you're able to fight most of them off, but they end up killing her, and they take her daughter, Emily, as a prisoner. And so she gets popped away. These assassins that they send have some supernatural abilities where they can turn invisible, it would seem. Something like that. I'm not sure, but it's annoying as all get out. Well, it's and... annoying until you get powers. Well, yeah, but I mean, you don't get powers till a little while later. Not till the end of the first so, level, anyway. get on with it. Fine, but I'm telling a story. You're rambling. Anyway. So basically... You get put in prison and blamed for the event, and the two guys who had been next in line to the throne basically seize power. And I wonder who could have been behind the whole thing. Hmm. I, don't know. I mean, of course they. Well, no, they admit to you that it was. Oh, we we were planning on doing this for a while. You were just in the wrong place at the right time. Thanks for being in our scapegoat. Oh, and that guy who said and you were in the wrong place get... at the right time, he totally sounds like the G-Man. And that is totally a G-Man line. So I'm pretty sure that was a reference. Would not surprise me in the least bit. Actually, I haven't gotten to kill him yet. But in the... Well, no. I'm not going to say that much. <laughs> But suffice to say, you do eventually get to kill them, or actually, you don't necessarily have to kill them. You can also choose to do a pacifist option, which will allow you to neutralize them, is the term that they use. Neutralize them without actually having to kill them. The game is all centered around your certain style of gameplay, whether or not you want to go almost a paragon way where you don't kill anyone and use purely stealth in order to complete all your missions. Well, that's lame. Or, hey, that's what I've been want- trying to do. Or if you want to do sort of a renegade version where you charge in and blow everything up. And of course it's not completely black and white like that. No, not at all. I mean, there is a middle ground. But also know that the more... Okay, and the more people that you kill, the higher that your chaos meter is. Your overall chaos in the game is. And because of that, there will be more rats. More plague. There will be... Yeah, plague rats as well as more weepers, which are basically people that have been infected to the disease beyond curing. Uh, they wander around sort of like zombies, vomiting everywhere. They'll come up and latch onto you and start gnawing on you, and you have to throw them away. And if you have to use some sort of ranged method to get rid of them, because if you come up and try and hit them, they'll ha- they have this swarm of flies that follow them around everywhere, eating their flesh. And as soon as you come close, those flies start biting you. Yummy. Instead. That's, I know. That's gross. I mean, who doesn't want to get gnawed on by a zombie person thing and then flies? So Part of my everyday ritual. So what kind of, uh, which which type of playthrough have you been trying to do? Have you been have you been killing guards? I've been or? trying to do. 
I have not been. I've been doing a Paragon playthrough as as best as I can, and I should say that and point out that it was as best as I can. The game makes it very difficult sometimes to do a pacifist playthrough because you have to be completely stealthy in order to do so, for the most part. Because as soon as you are noticed by the guards and they start attacking you, unless you run away, hide, and then come back again and try again, there is no possible way for you to take them down. Oh, wait, no, that's a lie. There are sleeper darts that you can have, but you can't carry many of those at a time. Other than those, there is no possible way, once battle has started, to non-lethally take your opponents down. Yeah, and the, so, and it's at the beginning, it's especially, it's really difficult to get around guards without them noticing you. But once you start acquiring more and more powers, um, you it's it gets easier and easier to complete your objectives the way that you were planning on doing it. Oh, and uh, you ha- we haven't really talked about the powers yet. Um, no, we haven't. There it, are I believe, well, not just not just the powers, but how you get the powers. Hmm. All right. So while you're in the well. Uh, after you've broken out the prison cell and you are, you, you were rescued by basically these guys who were the resistance who were still believing the Empress, you fall asleep and you get entered into the stream world with this person that's called the Outsider. Now, the Outsider in this game is basically the lord of something called the Void, which is the source of any and all magic, some sort of ancient religion. No, Cassadin did not go there. Thank you very Aww. much. I don't get it. What's going on? League of Legends. <laughs> oh. Okay, I thought this was some sort of anime reference. No. No. Though you might find a wild Kogma just random. All right, stop it. Floating around in there. But anyway, so you go through this, you're visited by this guy, and he's like, all right, you, my friend, are interesting. And so what I want to do is give you a present. And he gives you his mark. As well as the ability to, har- which gives you the ability to harness the chaos that is within the void. So, there are a bunch of supernatural powers that you can unlock as the game goes on. Now, the way that you unlock powers are there are these things called runes, which are pretty much exactly what they sound like. They are ancient runes that have been carved into whale bones, and you can go around find these things, and then uh, once you've collected enough you can unlock powers or upgrade powers. Each power has an original starting state, and then you can also upgrade it. So, like, uh, the two that I use the most are Blink and Dark Vision. Blink allows you to move, teleport from one place to the next, and Dark Vision allows you to see basically through walls. It allows you to see living things through walls. And those are just the basic ones. The Advanced Blink gives you a huge range increase of how far you can teleport, like one and a half times the length away. It's it's kind of nuts, but it's kind of nice at the same time. Yeah, Blink is definitely the nicest one, like the most useful. And then, and then um, Dark Vision, besides just being able to see living things now, you can see different loot items, different items that you can interact with, weapons, everything. Security like systems. Yes. So it's it's a tactical display if you were going through like some of the older games where it's like this is pointed out here. You have when you go into this mode you have everything highlighted in broad colors and everything else is kind of in the black. Yes, I'm turning that into a word now. Sure. Try and spell that. 
We can all, you can also compare it, I guess, to Eagle Vision, kind of, because because no, what? No, Dark Vision. What? Okay, never mind. So the ability in the game, Dishonored, is Dark Vision. Eagle Vision is an ability from the Assassin's Creed game, which is kind of similar. It allows you to see the different intentions of people, so you can see who's an ally, who's an enemy, uh, who's your target, who's on your target missions, things like that. This is different, where it just shows everyone as one color, but it'll show you inanimate objects as well. Yeah. And things that you can interact with, which is really helpful. But, so the other powers are, there's, and this is another super... Well, we don't, we oh. don't need to go through all of those. That'll take well, a long time. There's only four of them, and they're are not there? very long, and okay. they're really cool. Yeah, okay. there's only four powers. Or four other powers. Um, so, the first one which okay each each power is designated by its the amount of mana that it takes to use and also you you after you use an ability you regenerate a certain amount of mana over time so with both blink and dark vision you can use them as many times as you want as long as you allow the mana to regenerate because they use up exactly as much mana as they regenerate all the other abilities take up more mana than they regenerate, so you're going to want to make sure that you have some mana elixirs with you. So the first one that's really cool is this one that's called Possession. Are you guys talking about me? No, I'm just making fun of you because you're rambling. Oh, shut up. <sighs> Fine, Possession. It allows you to take control of animals and people which can get you into places and out of places because, like, with the animals, they have certain ways that they, you can only enter a building or exit a building through animal ways and through means of possession, stuff like that. There's one called Wind Blast, which allows you to exact... It sounds like shots with wind. And whether that be an inanimate object or a person, that is... that both work. And the cool thing about those is they have these things that are called towel boys, which are... These basically men on four-legged spider stilt things that have explosive arrows. With wind blast, you can use those, take those explosive arrows, and then shoot them back. Have you encountered many of the tall boys yet? I haven't encountered any. I have not encountered any. Okay, but I know that that is something that you can do, and I am excited for it. Nice. Let's see. What are the other ones? There's the Um, bloodthirsty and blood. Well, no, those. Yeah, that's an ability. That's an... No, that's not... That's one of the ones you get by by getting runes. Yeah. Okay, but I wouldn't call it an ability because it's an innate thing. Well, that would be a passive ability. Didn't you, have don't you play League of Legends? Game. Yes. Yes, it is a passive ability, but they call them something else in this game, so I'm trying to stick with the terminology of this game. Thank you very much. All righty. <laughs> Bitch, please. Well, hey hoody hoo. Let's see, what are the other ones? I don't remember. Um, possession, wind blast. Oh, time Gosh. dilation. The the time yes. slowly one. That one's Yeah. That one is another really, really, really helpful one. Uh just because yeah, you can uh, slow down time, which besides just being really unable to get off shots or escape can also snag items out of the air. Now, what uh, I've like been wondering, 
is if you um if you're like if you accidentally alert some guards, can you then stop time, run around behind them, and then choke them out from behind and not have to kill them? Is that a legitimate strategy? Because I've been meaning to try that out. I I don't know actually. Simply because I am, uh, I've I've only got the first tier one. I'm working on getting yeah. the second tier one, but I've only it's got the first really tier one, which is costs, slows down time. Yeah, the the one that stops time is really expensive because it, it costs eight more runes. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. The next biggest thing is five, and I think that that's possession. That's second tier possession. Yeah, I can't but think anyway. of any more abilities. There's one other one. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's talk about the setting and like you know stuff like that. Um, the setting really reminds me of kind of it's kind of a kind of a cross between Bioshock and Half Life um, because you know it's got like the the kind of dystopian feel of Bioshock and where everybody you know one person is really in control. And everybody else is just kind of in the dumps, you know. Yeah. Um. But like the then the the actual like physical setting kind of reminds me of Half Life because it's on the coast and it's just like this town that's kind of falling apart and everything. Except mm-hmm. that except that like part of it's falling apart, but then every once in a while you get these buildings that are like kind of futuristic and all metal and everything, which is really similar to the combine you know buildings in City Seventeen. Nearly identical, and I believe part of that has to do with. If I remember correctly, the lead designer of this game for the art was also the lead designer of the art in Team Fortress 2. Oh, that explains a lot, actually. The yeah. whole, yeah, the stylized, the art style, it really, yeah, it does remind me of TF2 now that you mention it. Yeah, and that sixth ability was Devouring Swarm, where basically you just sick a swarm of rats on your opponents. How could I forget about that one? I don't know. Gosh, yeah. It was... The- it was like the only one that was showed in those animated things that we had too. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, what can we do? Yeah. Um so yeah, the setting go ahead. Oh, I go go ahead on the setting. I was gonna bring up gameplay. Well I was just saying it's absolutely gorgeous besides it it, it reminds me a lot of almost if you add a little bit of that steampunk feel into mm-hmm. there too, because it seems to be set in like 1800s ish. Yeah, it's like a Victorian time. steampunk world, except that instead of being steam powered, everything is whale fat powered. Yep. Blue light electricity thing. And actually, I've I've been having a really good time um, as I go through the world, you know, reading all of these these books that you find lying around, and just kind of uncovering more about you know the the whales and the, their role in this in this culture and everything. And how the you know who the outsider is and what everybody thinks of the outsider, um, so it's it's really really interesting interesting lore. Whale, it's the whales. <laughs> They're singing to them. We gotta find those whales. <laughs> everybody, go watch the core. Great movie. Terrible <laughs> movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's a good movie, but nothing's accurate. I'm going to need a lifetime supply of Hot Pockets and Xeno Warrior Princess to help me concentrate. (laughs) What? Have you not seen the core? I have not. Oh, what what, what, uh, science class were you in in junior high? 
I had Mr. Frack. Okay. Then I had Mr. Chase. Okay. Thumbs down for Mr. Chase? Yes. Really? Too happy. Okay. I had Mrs. Crowley, and she was great. As my, my, our friend Karin described him once as the junior high teacher who was, well, no, it was uh, Mr. Rogers in junior high teacher form. <laughs> Where were we? Just kind of accurate. We were talking about something, Artistic I think. Setting? Setting. Artistic style and setting within yeah. Dishonored. So, yeah. Bioshock and Half-Life 2 are kind of the, the inspirations, I think, that they took for the setting. Whereas with the gameplay, I think they were taking inspiration mostly from uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. And, the, you know, the way that you can choose how you go through the levels to, you know, to uh, get your objectives. Um, I haven't actually played Deus Ex, have you? Yes, a little bit. Not right. not as much as I would like, but Deus Ex is a it, it feels in some ways a lot more customizable than this game. It's just because there's so many different skills that you can upgrade in mm-hmm. Deus Ex. There's so many different paths that you can take. Because you're also instead of in this game you're just a wanted criminal. Well, supposedly wanted criminal. Whereas in Deus Ex, you are a functioning member of society, so there's a lot more interaction with people, and not all of your abilities are purely combat-based. There are also some, like, intimidate and persuade abilities in Deus Mm -hmm. Ex that they don't have in this one. Yeah, I almost Um, feel like, like I almost feel like Dishonored is, like, a lot more linear than they made us think that it was going to be. It's, I, I, I think it's sort of like a combination of, like, Assassin's Creed and Skyrim. Okay, yeah, because you're assassinating people, obviously. Well, um, unless you don't want to. Um, yeah. How exactly are you bringing Skyrim into it? First-person gameplay, the magic, a um, lot of the game mechanics oh, of yeah. sneaking around and getting from place to fl- place feel a lot more Skyrim-like than they do Assassin's Creed-like. Okay, yes, yeah. you can't see me because I'm crouching. Ha-ha. That's, yes, that's true. I'm not detected. Actually, these guys are a lot more attentive than the guards in Skyrim. Well, are. of course, of course, nobody's as stupid as this guards in Skyrim. Mm, my friend just got shot. Oh, it wasn't anything. Actually, I have had a few guards do that in Dishonored already. <laughs> a lot of a lot of situations actually in Dishonored I've discovered can be diffused if you just if you're just patient. If you just crouch, oh, yeah. crouch and watch and wait. Like, I had, like, this one area where I was, I was like, not going to be able to get through because there were these, these three gangsters standing around. And then, and I was just, like, trying to plan my attack, you know? Like, all right, if I, like, hit one of them with a sleeper dart, well, then the other two are going to see me. Like, okay, well, what if I, you know? And I couldn't figure out how to do it. And then they all just started fighting. Killed one of One of them died. And then the other two just kind of walked away and and were not facing each other anymore. So I just walked up behind one of them. Was so, this the one at the beginning of the, like, sort of in the side alley? Yeah. The golden cat? Golden cat. Mission. The second the second mission, the one where you're going to the brothel. To... I have not gone to that one yet. No, this, this, was, no. this was one going after the high overseer. Ah. Yeah. Were the three gangsters the ones that were calling Granny Knives? No. Nope. Whatever her name is? No, 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 no. no. Okay. This was in a different side alley on the other side of this big street. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Sorry. So, 
In terms of uh, how Dishonored is doing, I I wasn't able to find any sales numbers yet for either Dishonored or XCOM, which is the other big release that happened this week. Um, but they're both very high on Steam's most played list. Um, I just checked that this afternoon. So I think, you know, I think that they're both doing pretty well. Well, they should be. As, as, if Dishonored is as fun as XCOM is, then they should both be doing well. And I mean, the only reason why people wouldn't buy either of these games is if maybe they're saving up for something else like Assassin's Creed 3 and they've only got enough money to buy one of these games. Yeah. Or if they spent their one, their money for their one game on like Borderlands Ready. Yeah, I'd say that our, I'd say that the, uh, the holiday season is already off to a good start in terms of video games, wouldn't you? Oh dear lord, yes. <laughs> so Caleb and Jonas, do you have any, any questions, burning questions about Dishonored that we can answer that we may have missed or anything? Nope, I'll just wait till I actually play it. Right. Which will be in a couple of years. Probably. By that yes. time, by that time, you'll probably have a different computer. By that time, it'll be ten dollars on Steam. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you do you ever question our judgment? You know, by pre-ordering sixty dollars games on Steam and playing them right away. Yes. No. Nah. It's all for the viewers. Well, also, it wasn't exactly. your money. It was a. That's true. Present. You can all thank these two fine gentlemen right here for the my opportunity to play Dishonored and tell everybody about it because <laughs> they're the ones who bought it for me for my birthday. And well, hey, I got you XCOM. I haven't played that yet. <laughs> I will. For next week. Don't worry. Yeah, I... <laughs> well, I saw that Ian would be getting free TF2 items, so I was like, why not? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. I haven't even been on TF2 in, like, months. Yeah, well... Sucks for you. Anyway, so I think that's it for Dishonored. Um, I guess I'll go through The Walking Dead Episode 4 really quick, since um, we've been going for a while. And mom is going to be really mad at us for being, oh my gosh, it's 9.30. Uh-oh. Um, so yeah, <laughs> The Walking Dead Episode 4, I can't decide if it was the most intense one so far, or because it's either between this one or Episode 3. Um, it definitely, Episode 4 definitely had a lot of moments where it was like, it made me cringe and made me like, you know, oh no, something terrible is going to happen. But then like, you know, it would sw have a little switcheroo and like, you know, something terrible didn't happen. And I was just like, oh, oh, everything's okay. Like it was like a, a purging of, of emotions, you know, like I just felt so tense and then just relaxed. So would you call that a deus ex machina? No, because that isn't that the narrative uh, tool where where some arbitrary force just kind of makes everything better. Yeah, but like with that twisty thing of events, wouldn't that be uh, sort of like a well, Deus Ex Machina? No, this would be more like I'm about to open a door and I'm like, "What's behind this door? Oh my gosh, is it going to be more zombies? Is some what, somebody in my group going to die? You know, like." But then you know, I open the door and then it's something good. Instead, you know what I mean? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can't really, oh, I can't tell you guys anything about it because there'll be spoilers. Um, especially, Don't you dare tell it's, yeah, especially if you haven't played any of the series so far, but, um, The Walking Dead, 
of course, is a is a an episodically released interactive story. Essentially, they've been releasing each of the episodes once every um, every month, roughly. And so this was f- episode four out of five. The series is definitely definitely worth getting. Um, right now, it's it's twenty five dollars. Um, you can wait until it goes on sale at some point. It probably will go on sale for Halloween. I'm betting. So. Yeah, everybody, yeah, go ahead and wait for, for it to go on sale, buy it. It's, it's not a huge time commitment either, so even if you're like playing another game and you don't want to take time away from that game, it's fine, because each of the episodes takes two, two and a half hours to get through, depending on, you know, how much stuff you just like read during the game, like, you know. Depends on what kind of gamer you are. But it's- Of course, oh, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to reiterate that it shouldn't take more than two and a half hours. Oh, okay. I was going to say, also, when you buy the game, make sure that you also get the graphic novel. The graphic novel, I mean, you don't necessarily get the whole choice thing, but the graphic novels were the first thing that started the series. It wasn't the game. It wasn't TV shows. The graphic novel, and they are they are absolutely incredible. It is beyond intense. It is beyond crazy, beyond amazing. And you'll you'll probably see some things that you're like, wait, what? No. But at the same time, it'll be like, oh god. And you just reminded and me of something. That- so when when Caleb and Jonas walked in to my room and I was playing uh, The Walking Dead this after this evening, both of them said, "Hey, that looks like a comic book." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose because it was based off of a graphic novel." Mm-hmm. So yeah, the graphic novel is in black and white, so it 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 has a little bit of a nostalgic feeling too. Oh, that's an interesting artistic decision. Yeah, but check it out. I I cannot encourage this graphic novel enough. So read that, legally or illegally, doesn't matter where you get it. <laughs> read it. We are not condoning piracy. Piracy is bad. Watch the TV show somewhat, though the graphic novel is better, and play the game, which has a completely different storyline from each of them. And you will be, you will have a roller, an emotional roller coaster ride unlike anything you will have ever seen before. Oh, yeah. And I believe the TV show just started their new season. I think they're on, I don't even know, season three or season four or something. Whatever. Yeah. And afterwards, you can cheer yourself up by watching Disney Pixar's Up! Yes. Yeah. Wait. For what? more emotional roller coasters. Yay! That's like the kitty coaster. I was I was going to say go watch like, you know, videos of baby seals or something. Maybe so I should not get clubbed. Or how about whales? So then you can turn them into energy. <laughs> I love it how whenever you say anything loudly, your the internet just breaks. <laughs> it's hilarious. Let's try it again. Wow. Okay, didn't break that time. Damn. <laughs> also, um, watching Ian play The Walking Dead, it was a nice change from like other video games because the other ones are like all fighting stuff, and this one had more to do with like the decisions you make and like the emotions of the people, and not as much the fighting, the zombies, and whatnot. yeah. This is probably one of the few video games where just watching somebody play gives you almost the same experience as playing it. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, because Caleb and Jonas and I were all laughing at the same times, cr- you know, cringing well, at the same time. Well, Caleb didn't have headphones. Except I couldn't hear it. But, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. It was a Caleb, nice you're just breaking everything. You're breaking the internet. You're breaking your ears. You were breaking it. What are you talking about? True. That's Wait, right. I was breaking it. I didn't it. It break anything. Damn fun. We only had one splitter. Oh, I know what you're talking about, Ian. What? Okay. He's talking about how you couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi. At the oh. beginning of the show, probably pre-show, so you guys won't have any idea what's going on. I don't remember. By you guys, I mean our listeners. <laughs> so don't worry about it too much. But yeah, get this stuff and enjoy the roller coaster ride. But with, with the game, it's it's meant, from what I can tell, it's meant to be more of the telling of the story than about necessarily game play thing. It's definitely a big bigger focus on the story. Yep. What? Well, I, I'm pretty sure we said that. Like, that is exactly what we said. <sighs> Fine, never mind. <laughs> I make fun of you whenever I can, you know. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think I am always making fun of you? Oh, I never noticed. Anyway... Mm-hmm. Maybe my jokes are always just over your head. Huh? I don't get it. <laughs> I think we're running out of things to say. <laughs> I think so. All right, so I got a, Pretty- we got a couple of special announcements before we get off. Um, Tom Coben, who went to our high school, he uh, he's a couple years, couple years, a few years older than us. Um, he's been doing fork art for a while. Uh, he calls it Tom Forkery, and he just started a Facebook page. So why don't you guys all go check that out? It's pretty cool. He's got some pretty cool sculptures. Um, I think my mom has one of a thinking person. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know what you're talking and about. And Ian, you have you have one with an instrument or something? Yes, I have a saxophone playing one. But yeah, they're yeah, and he's selling them online, so it's. It's pretty cool. Just wanted to give him a shout out, a plug, because that stuff's legit. Mm-hmm. Wow, is it cool? Uh, no, it's it's all really cool. So check it out. Yep. So I'm Ian Buck. You can find me on Google Plus, and uh, I have a blog at ianrbuck.blogspot.com, and also I am of course on Steam because I'm a huge PC gamer. So all three of those links are in the show notes. I am Ian Decker. You can find me on Google Plus as well, obviously, seeing as we're doing Google Hangouts. And you can find me on Steam as well as DS space Bigfoot. Oh, and I'm Caleb, and you can also find me on Google Plus and Steam. Um, and I'm Jonas, and I'm in Steam as well, and Google Plus, I suppose, but I'm more often on Facebook. But we don't believe in that. You know, it's just because Facebook isn't real gaming. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, all that Farmville. Farmville is not a real game. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that Zynga is like going under. Yes. It's it's just marvelous. I love it. You're a horrible person. Those are American jobs going down the drain right there. Yeah, but they're against humanity. And so. This is the neck. This is eight bit on the Nexus TV network. Um, we have our Steam group, 
that I have stopped posting things to. I should probably get back to that. And yes. uh, also, we have our YouTube channel that uh, doesn't have anything on it. Yeah. Yet. Yet. We'll, we're working on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So, signing off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. <laughs>